0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of No Cap The Podcast. I'm your co-host, Clea. I'm your co-host, Leah. And on today's episode, we
1: have another movie show series review. Because y'all like those. You, you guys did a really, really, really great number. Y'all showed out for our review on what is Malcolm it and Marie. What was I about to say? Queen of Slim. <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. So, we decided that we wanted to come back and do another one. And on this review...
0: Can I say it? Because I know the name of this one, now?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a new series that, like, just came out, what, maybe uh two week, weeks
0: ago two weeks ago yeah yeah maybe two weeks
1: ago. and we binge watched it it's only 10 episodes but we watched it in what two days two days mm-hmm. which is crazy
0: um it is called them on yeah. amazon prime by mm-hmm. little marvin and executive produced by lena Waithe, which is probably why i was thinking of queen and slim because yeah. she made she re- wrote that one mm-hmm. and executive produced that one so yeah yeah y'all, we now it's good we thought this would be, a, like, a good conversation for No Cap, because I know me. I was ready to write somebody. Like, I was kind of upset, and so we're going to get into all that. But, you know, first, with season two, we started something new, and that is the No Cap recap. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Aaliyah to tell you, you know, what she's been up to. Go
1: ahead, girl. No, I ain't been up to nothing new. I'm just trying to graduate. I yes. just... Um, did my photo shoot last weekend for my grad pictures and graduation, y'all? I with finally, the sauce demon, yeah. With the with the with the with the with the with the photographer, you know, the shooter always <laughs> comes to Kansas City. So I did that. Still trying to pass these classes, y'all. So pray for me and Kalia as we Please. finish up this spring semester. Um, I had a great great past two days. I've been having meetings just about like career prep, all of that. So. That's what I've been up to, really just tunnel vision, focus on what it is that I need to do for, you know, life after college. So, that's what mm-hmm. I've been really been focusing on. Um, finally got my graduation and birthday plans together, y'all, because I've been stressing about that. So, yeah, that's basically what's been on my mind. I mean, May 1st is next Saturday, and then after that is 16 days until graduation, 15 days until graduation. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because my graduation is May 16th. Is yours May 15th? I ain't going.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> But, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So,
0: Khalid, what you been up to? Yeah, the same. It's been real hard for me trying to pass these classes. Like, I just had a whole breakdown because I couldn't find a book. And, granted, I did try to get the book late <laughs> uh, a day before everything is due. But, y'all, the Lord came through. When well, I said I found a free PDF online and I made sure I downloaded it so it cannot be deleted for me. I got the save file. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying to get through these classes because I do have to take a few in the summer more than I thought I would have to take just because of how the credit hours um, work themselves out. So I'm not trying to add no more to that because I'm definitely trying to graduate This semester in May and just take my classes in the summer and get up out of here. Other than the graduation, I had a few updates actually. I just got a car. A new one. A new car. So at first I had Icy. Now we have Glaze because she's white and she looks like a Glaze donut. And I don't know if I told y'all or if you didn't listen to the episode whenever I said something. But y'all, my sweet baby Icy had so many problems with her. So I finally went to go get her checked out. And I just learned like so much. Like she had something held together by a zip tie. Things had to be replaced. And even when they were replaced, I would have to come back because they don't know if that fully fixed the problem. It was just a lot going on. So I decided it's time for a new whip. And I'm able, I'm in a blessed, abundant place in my life to where I could make it work. So I decided to make it work. So school, car, and then my job. yeah so y'all know how when we came back for season two i had a whole little oh my god y'all i'm financially free i got this new job with this great company i love it yeah i couldn't do it (laughs) i couldn't do it and it's crazy because i just got an apartment i got all these new bills and we know you know i had the redirect directions the the job the company great the people I worked with and also worked under, in terms of my supervisors and managers, great. The job itself, uh-uh. so the job. Ah, I can actually say the company because Aaliyah. She well, don't it. have to. Just, I don't care. Just do anonymous. Anonymous. Okay. Okay. I will say this. So. The job environment or the actual job responsibilities and duties were in a, like a call center type environment. And if any of y'all have ever worked a call center, which usually I found most college students have some type of experience, y'all know that for the birds. And I don't like it. You, you got people cussing you out, very impatient, very rude. And you just have to sit there and say thank you and I'm sorry. And I don't like that. If y'all don't know anything about me, Besides what y'all hear on this podcast, y'all know that I don't take that and I have a, you know, loud mouth with strong opinions coming out. And Kalia has a bad temper. I do. And it don't seem like it it, because I look like and sound like a sweetheart. And I'm, for the most part, I am. Just don't test me. Just don't try me. She think
1: everybody trying her, y'all.
0: Because they do. And so that's exactly why I had to leave that job position. But... Um, so right now, I've just been in the process of looking for other forms of employment. I was able to secure another position within my same company, They, which is crazy because, you know, I just started and I'm still in my training period. I've only been there for two and a half months or something. And they believed in my abilities enough and wanted to retain me enough to, you know, set, seek out other opportunities within the same company. So I have that opportunity. Um, what else did I get? I'm doing a few like gig platforms, which gig platforms are like Postmates, Storedash, Amazon, Flex. And so I'm actually interested in that because I'm my own boss, which not really because you have to depend on this platform, this technology to get you money. <laughs> but I like the hours this flexibility. And if I don't feel like working, I don't have to call nobody and try to make up a lot. So that's great. So that's what I'm trying out. And then I have this really great interview coming up in a few days with AmeriCorps for a college advisor role, which I actually want. It don't pay no money, but I just think I would like the job. You know, with my personality, I can help the little kiddos get into school. Help the I little think, kiddos. I think that'd be cute, the high school seniors. And not only could I work to help them, you know, start their their path on their journey, but also be like a, a, mente- a mentor. I think mm-hmm. that'd be cute. So, yeah, pray for me for that opportunity. But that's what's been going on with me. So a job transition, a car transition, and... Trying to get that up out of college Yeah So that's all my little tea
1: Pretty much, pretty much Mm -hmm. And we just want to remind you guys that we are still doing our Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait wait. You forgot to tell them something What? Somebody's birthday coming up
1: Oh, I did say that I said that I finally got my birthday plans and my graduation plans together Oh, okay, okay May 4th 22 on May 4th She a youngin Girl, you just turned 22 in February I'm grown, don't do that babe yeah so that's pretty much it yeah we just want to remind you guys that we are still hosting our initiative no cap Gives back we are women clothing drive we are we're still accepting monetary and clothing donations we've already got a couple um we've had a and lot of thank inquiries you to all you guys. and so we want to thank you guys everybody's DMing us it's like girl i got a whole bunch of clothes i just gotta go <laughs> through them
0: where, so, I, where i donate where i can go
1: yeah so we are definitely excited for that um the last day is May third and actually on my birthday is when we will be taking the I items and to the donations sending the donations over to Shelter K C yep, Women's Center. To the center. So if you want to send in monetary cash app us at no cap gives back. That's N O K A P G I V E S B A C K Gives with the S back. And please put the dollar sign in front. Oh yeah. Um, because you know <laughs> Uh, and then if you are giving.
0: Sorry, and you will just see our logo.
1: So, you yeah, know you'll know Yeah, you'll see us. our logo. Yeah, so you'll know it's us. Because um, I know some of you guys don't have our numbers. So, it's like. Well, yeah, right. So, so make I'm sure post you post up for sign to it. in front. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to send in your items, we do have um, a pickup location. I mean, we have a drop-off location. And we are flexible with pickup locations as well. Um, we're preferably down in the city. But if you're, you know, in Independence, all that good stuff.
0: Just DM us for yeah. those
1: details. Just DM us for sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much our update and recap on Um, Nokia. Just to
0: add a few other things about the clothes items, if you want to, you know, donate clothes instead of giving money, um, we are taking new to gently used items. And don't think just because you may be smaller than the average person or bigger than the average person that we're not taking those items as well. As well, we're taking anything from extra small to 4XL. And if you a five, six, XL, we're taking those two, That's just the range that I'm most familiar with. Yeah, it's no donation is too big, too small. We're taking anything. We're still doing it for a few days. What well, about Leah? Nothing. She just a smiling and cheesing. I just wanted to add that little part because I may mean, have questions. I may mean, have questions. And if- don't be yelling at you. <laughs>
1: so funny. <laughs> and if you guys still need. Your questions and answers, please DM us. Like Clea said, our DMs are always open. We can share all information and make sure you follow us on Instagram. If you're not following us
0: on Instagram, then what are you doing? Don't do that. You sound like the forest people. Period. If you're not trying to change your life, then what are you doing?
1: (laughs) Changing my own life
0: in different ways. Period. Period. Let's get into this episode because I got a lot to talk about.
1: Okay, so do you want to give, like, a background or just kind of, like, a synopsis of what the yeah, movie, go ahead. I mean, the series is about?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you was going to do it. Oh, I can do it. Yeah. Um,
1: Kalia is more like, you know, she's a film major, so she period. can express it. You know, I'm
0: a film right. student, an art student, at the illustrious <laughs> UMKC. <case. laughs> University of Missouri, Kansas City. <laughs> Here we at. Yeah, this okay, so let's let me just first give y'all an um advisory warning. This is a free for all episode. Like we have a topic, <laughs> but we're definitely going to be going off the dome and going off each other's, you know, opinions. But them on Amazon Prime by some little dude named little Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So it's based in the sixties, if I'm not mistaken, Ali, is that correct? Sixties, fifties. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and his black family from North Carolina, I believe, are moving to Compton, California. And mind you, the Compton we know now is not the same as it was in the fifties or sixties. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was, was all white. All white. Um, middle class. I don't think nobody was really like
1: They weren't rich. They weren't rich, but they weren't so I don't were know why well they was old. acting like that, but
0: We get that yet. Okay. <laughs> And so basically what we're dealing with or what we're watching through these 10 these 10 episodes is how this black family black family um tries to integrate this neighborhood and the opposition they face from the white families present. And yeah, it was a lot of headiness, a lot of drama for no reason cuz if you would just mind your business, this series wouldn't have started. Yeah. It but wouldn't you. But you think no for it. you know,
1: in that time it they was. really depicted what was going on mm-hmm. how blacks and whites, you know, were not integrated at all whatsoever and wasn't trying to do none of that. So and it's only ten episodes and the series is the since from starting from the first day that they got to Compton and ten oh, years, yeah. ten days later.
0: Yeah that ten episodes only covers ten days. Ten days.
1: So all of this that we're gonna talk about and share is through ten days. Now So a week and a half a week pretty ghetto i I will say that and a
0: lot happened
1: yeah a lot happened in 10 days and i just want to make a disclaimer if you have not watched the series and you want to watch it we're going to title this sorry we're going to title this them or we're we're gonna title it so that way that you know this is about that series. And also so, that
0: we're gonna be spoiling things. Yeah, in so the if series. you don't
1: want it to be spoiled,
0: don't don't listen till after. Well I know for some people like me, I like to hear the because it makes me want to watch it more. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, oh how did that happen? Um and the other thing about this series is that the genre of it is more horror. Yeah. So it will be some things to where it's like extraterrestrial. Is that did I pronounce that right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all know we have problems with words. Every time I pronounce something that's not in my vernacular, in my common language, I have to make sure I pronounce it right. Yeah, you pronounce it. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be things like, you know, things that they imagine—the people popping up, faces contorting—and you know, it's horror, so ghosts and stuff. Ghosts and yeah, yeah.
1: But we gonna <laughs> we gonna probably just go down the line of you know basically how we felt from day one to day ten. Um, just a background story on the family. It's a wife, a husband, and two girls. Two girls and a a dog. A dog. And then a son that passed. And there was a son that passed. So a newborn. Yeah. So there was, the mom was a teacher, dad was an engineer, Mm -hmm. the two girls went to school, and of course they had a newborn, so that was a newborn baby. And then the oldest girl was in, was
0: it middle school or high school? Something. They weren't
1: too far behind from each other as far as age goes, but there was an age difference. Yeah. So it probably was like two to three years difference. Mm. Um,
0: So. Yeah the first thing i want to talk about is the opening scene mm-hmm. you remember
1: it
0: no <laughs> i'm trying to oh my god so the wife is they're still in their home in north oh, yeah, carolina yeah, I remember, before the move go
1: ahead
0: and the wife well the um husband took the two girls to a movie, movie theater, mm-hmm. um to watch some movie or whatever because they didn't have a television set and that's how they you know they viewed movies, movies TV, tv shows, shows yeah. whatever. Um and so she was at home with the newborn uh I forgot his name the newborn baby but she walked outside because she heard somebody singing or coming down their path. Mind you, this is North Carolina. They had a lot of land, a lot of acres. So it's not like they have neighbors. So when you see somebody walking past your house, it's because they're either trying to visit you. Like, nobody's just going to walk past your house like a main street, like how we have homes now. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, farmland, how that goes.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like they're coming on your property. That's how spacious it was. Right.
0: And so it was a white woman. And so the wife is asking, you know, how can I help you? Are you you turned around? You know, do I need to redirect you to the main street? Are you okay? And so the white woman is just saying, like, you have a pretty home. And then the the dog comes out barking because it's like, what's going on? You know, I have to protect my owner. (laughs) I don't know this woman. And so she became really fond of the dog. And she started singing this song, kind of hunted, real slow and eerie about, I'm not sure what the song was. It sounded like a lullaby but it was talking about skin and being black or something Mm -hmm. and so from the white's perspective she's really getting like you know worked up about well what's going on and so we hear the the newborn baby in the background crying yeah this is when it flipped and so the white woman was like oh my god you have a baby in there (laughs) can i have it and you know she like uh ma'am i think you need to go right The lady is not leaving. She continues to sing louder. And then she continues to approach the house. And Mm -hmm. that's how we start the series. And then it goes into them moving to um, Compton, Compton. California. Mm -hmm. And, oh, okay. So
1: then in the first episode, they also introduced this right realtor. White. Right realtor. (laughs) Because she wasn't right. She was white, White realtor. And Mm so... Um, They get to Compton and all these people in the neighborhood, of course, they're all white families. They're looking like, oh, who is this? Y'all not passing through the
0: neighborhood because everything this way is white. Slow, yeah.
1: What's going on? And so they, you know, stop at the house. And so everybody looking like, what's going on? And so they start to conjugate
0: in the middle of the street. Yeah, just staring. Just staring. Because, you know, not only is this family coming through, but they have like a moving truck tied to their car. So Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you definitely moving here. Yeah. But we don't have no black people here. Yeah, and the house was like on the end of
1: like the street, so they had to pass through all everybody. Looking. So that's why, from the start of the street and down on, everybody was just like looking and you know looking, trying
0: to, walking behind the car, like yeah, like, him, like real ghetto, real.
1: <laughs> so they get inside, and you know all of this stuff is going the house, on outside. And, yeah, they're looking around the house. They're like, oh, they like it. You know, everything is going through. And then it gets time to sign the contract, sign the lease or whatever the case may be. And on the lease and on the contract, what does it say? It says something like no, no niggers." N- what?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to
1: get the word, the no, verbiage.
0: <laughs> no Negroes allowed. No Negro can be sold this piece of land or something. Um, it was like a clause attached to you know the house being built and the land that it was built on and so the wife asked him so what is this and the white realtor is like oh you know we're past all that now in california you know that is not admissible um in terms of law anymore don't worry about it just sign it and but so, why would you bring me an old contract then right if it's and then, old? exactly and then the husband's like oh yeah i knew, I knew about, about it, it. Well, I was like, you just took me from North Carolina to California and you didn't think to tell me that we're not even supposed to be living here. Regardless of if it's, you know, lawful or not, the people around here still think it's lawful because they're Mm -hmm. looking at us crazy. But regardless of that, they still signed it and they still moved in. So that was the first of like, "Mm, it's going to be some mess with y'all being here because y'all not supposed to be here. Yeah.
1: So from there, like day two, day three, it was just really like all about intimidation. White people, they, like I said, conjugating. Now, during this time, you know, the dad, he's an engineer, so he got this new job. So, he goes to work. I don't think the girls go to school just yet.
0: No, they had a few days before school started. Yeah,
1: but the dad had to go to work and, you mm-hmm. know, just make sure everything was good. So, we get there. He didn't really, like, receive that same intimidation when he went to work.
0: Which I'm surprised by, like, yeah. his job, it was pretty cool but yeah. um it was sometimes later on in the season where you know he would get not picked on but he the his boss was really hard on him if he made a mistake yeah even though it wasn't him his mistake so he worked as an engineer and they was working on some big project to where he had to you know team up with other people yeah. and he did his part but his other team members didn't do his part um so the boss you know kind of got on him about it like oh you're supposed to be in a team if one of you guys don't have it then none of you guys have it and so blue things like that, but overall of being like um in the space plainly racist. Yeah, yeah, 'cause it was all white men white besides men, him. Yeah. Um and then the only black guy that was present at his company was a janitor.
1: Yeah. yeah. But
0: let's go back to when he first got there. The only oh, thing the secretary? that he experienced,
1: yeah. He didn't experience from his coworkers, but he experienced from the uh secretary. Oh receptionist, like, yeah. Receptionist. Right, you're a receptionist. <laughs> she was um he was like, Hey, I'm looking for such and such, whatever and she was like Oh, um, the kitchen is in the kitchen is, is in, in the back or downstairs yeah. or something like that. And he's like, "No, um, you're not hearing me. Yeah. I'm an engineer. Like I'm looking for this certain. Yeah, so know, I can area. start my
0: job. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have time for this now. And then the janitor came around, and was like, like I'll, I'll, "I'll just show it. you. Yeah. Don't worry about but it. But
1: my like, girl, for you to be just a receptionist, honey, <laughs> stay in your spot. She's like, I don't have time for this. Like, girl, if you don't get this. And move your
0: hand and answer the phone calls. That's what you need to do this. Yeah, but other than that, like, he really had a seamless experience at yeah. work. Like, he had a few things to where He had to work extra hard, twice as hard, which yeah. all black people know of. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, it was pretty. Yeah. Okay. And I think he
1: had that mentality, too. Like, he was going into a space where he had to overly, um, you know, Proof showcase himself, himself and mm-hmm. prove himself. The only thing that ran into or he ran into an issue was he didn't know that his boss didn't tell his boss that the new guy he was bringing on was black, so his boss was like cool with him, you know, being of course, you know, working with his coworkers and stuff like that. But when it came to different meetings and like an event, he was like, "Oh, I think you should stay back or whatever." Yeah, you and wouldn't. You wouldn't like it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. Home. Yeah, trying to get him not to go, but he still went. And you know, everything was pretty cool from there. Even when he his, met the boss or yeah. the head of everybody, he was pretty. He's pretty chill, cool. So. He was like, you know, I didn't know you were black, but okay, but let's you do. You doing this your thing. job? Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So let's go back to being at home. The mom from yeah, we the... We can't break down every episode. No, I know. I'm saying let's just go back to what they started dealing with on the daily. Oh, okay. So the girls, eventually they go to school. And so they, of course, experience... Well, the older daughter is going to school. And, of course, she's experiencing um, racism. She goes to school and all the white kids are looking at her, of course. And so me and Kalia brought this up as to the reason for them moving and just how that would affect their children. Um, and we were just saying, like, if we were in that space um, during that time, I understand making the statement and, you know, showing people that you're not scared or showing people that you are worthy. and wanting the best education for your kids. And wanting, Yeah, the best for your kids and things like that. But I just think if I had kids, especially during that time, I think that was a bit much, especially going on to, like, those last couple of days that they were – in their home, that took a toll on their kids, and so for me, I understand. Like you know, you having a great job as a parent, you want the best for your kids, but that was just a lot. Like if it was just the parents, I would get it. Yeah, that's something more so. me
0: and Olivia talked about while we was watching it because. You're putting your kids through this and they don't have any say-so in having them go through it or, you know, volunteering to be up for that. Because as soon as the daughter got out of the car, all the white kids looking at her, following her through the hallways to her classes. And even the janitor, who was another black man as well, was looking at her like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And it was a point where he, she was in a closet Okay, maybe we're going to have to get back to it later, but I'm just going to say She was in the janitor closet, right? And the janitor come in, like, he was really stern and, you know, firm with her. She's like, don't touch me because he grabbed her like, what are you doing here? You know, I know your parents didn't send you here to be flaking off. Like, you have to be better than everybody. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so it was just a lot to have to put them through. And not only her, but you have an even younger child who's in elementary school. And the thing with that daughter was it was fine. If I'm not mistaken, for her, we only saw one scene of her being in school because her school started a little bit later than her older sister. Yeah. And in that scene, she was they were practicing the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. And uh. she volunteered to do it. Yeah. Um, and but, she killed it. Yeah. But.
1: but with being in that home, they started experiencing, like Kalia said, the horror started to showcase, I think, like day three, day four, day mm-hmm. five. Um, and so there was, like, a white woman that was, like, showing up in different instances that would, like – Trigger. Killed the dog. <laughs> yeah, killed the dog, but would trigger different actions. And so we only saw that one scene where the daughter was in school, and so they the class was singing and saying the national anthem and pledge allegiance, and then the teacher asked, like, hey, anybody want to do it on their own? So the daughter... She went up there and she was doing really, really well, and then the white ghost lady showed up um, outside like the teacher window or something. Yeah, from a book she was reading. Yeah, from a book that she was reading, and so then she then changed her focus over to this symbol of a person, and it became like more so like an outrage rage type of shout and i forgot what she was saying but it scared you know the teacher in the class so then you know they call the parents and all that and so the mom had to come up to the school and that was just like a quick you know interaction with the teacher and the teacher was just kind of like you know i don't think that your daughter should be here and yeah, she
0: doesn't belong she here. doesn't belong
1: here so that gets into that. And then while the mom being at home, mind you, she was a teacher, but now that her husband is an engineer, she didn't really work. She would just stayed at home. And so she was battling the everyday, you know, all the white people standing outside. And I tell you, yeah, playing music playing in the middle of the street. I mean, I'm you, not just standing outside, they would sit in chairs, folded up chairs, yeah, and had desks radios, outside their house.
0: Like to the fullest volume, just playing all yeah. day, all night. And then it was another incident of them burning nigger lover into the grass. It was another incident of them um, mock lynching, like, black dolls all, you know, in the front of their home. It was was crazy. Yeah, it was um, plans to, like, put thumbtacks in the driveway. And then they finally got a TV because, you know, they're moving in, buying furniture and stuff. And the dad was on the roof, you know, trying to set up the satellite. And then there at some of the men in the neighborhood in the ladder talking about, come down here. And he was like, if I come down there,
1: it's going to be a problem with you, with you and you. And it was like, oh, no. And girl, all that
0: talk, they became scared because they saw that the husband was not playing. Yeah. And even to
1: just talk about that. So these people... Like, I was looking at, you know, the series and the different episodes. I'm like, okay, do y'all not do nothing? Of course all the women were housewives, so they were just at home not doing nothing. They had, like, their own little group. And so they were just like, you know,
0: we need to figure out how to get her out of
1: here and such and such and such. Yeah, they had,
0: like, home association meetings, HOA meetings. And, of course,
1: the black family was not invited. Meetings. When I tell you, like, group meetings. Town halls.
0: Town halls. With drinks and refreshments.
1: Yeah. And so they even invited the men because the men were having their separate meetings as well. But they would come together. Like, we all need to
0: come together because this is a dire situation. This is our neighborhood and our homes. And there
1: was, like, one main white chick. She lived across the street. (laughs) She, I just want to touch on her and kind of what Khalid's going to touch on, too, how they really focused on the backstory of the white people versus the The black family. The family we're supposed to be focused on. They're supposed to be focusing on. That was, like, a con to the whole series. But, yeah, this white chick, and I'll just say she probably was, like, one of the youngest, but she couldn't have kids. Her husband, I don't know if it was revealed that
0: he was gay. He was closet. Yeah, he was gay. So people saw him in like gay club. And yeah, that was just a thing around the neighborhood. It was like, okay, we don't talk about it. Yeah. So that
1: and then um, she had an issue with her father that later came on. I think it was some sort of like he molested her he molested her or something was like that. Yeah. And so yeah, and they didn't have no money. She and she found that out later yeah. that whatever her husband was doing. You know he got rid of all the money. The money was gone. Yeah, and, then, and they
0: never revealed, like
1: what he was doing with it. Yeah, he never. Yeah, they never revealed yeah. that. And then she also had like a little stalker. He was a milkman in the community, but he was in love with her, and he would just wait on his chance, honey. But yeah, so clearly from everything I said just now, she ain't have nothing to do. She ain't had nothing to do. So this but was her full time
0: job. And she was right across the street. From right across the street. Their house. So. Yeah.
1: So this was her full time job to try to get this black chick out and, and she was girl she was not it. she's like uh-uh this is our community and our you know ancestors why do and, you want
0: to be here why do you nobody nobody want to be, be here? here it's
1: like girl why do you want to be here and you ain't got nothing going on sis yeah just to give you backstory on her and her husband was so much the opposite Everybody in the community was like, "Oh, we like get these people, you know, slow and steady." And she's like, "No, we need just burning house down right now." Mm-hmm. And you know, and was not nobody listen to her. Like they eventually tried to, but it was like, no, this black woman. When I tell you, they were just experiencing these different, you know, emotions every day. But you know, eventually they broke down, um, and so that's where you start to see in the latter you know, season's episode, mm-hmm. is a family is really going through this. So the mom is starting to see these individuals that are popping up as, like, ghosts or, like, symbols of something that, you know, gets her reaction. Right. And um, then they find out there was another black family that went through the same thing. In and the this, same neighborhood. Yeah, in the same neighborhood. And this black family, the mother killed all her
0: kids and her husband. Mm-hmm. Because all the women in the family, because um, most of them were housewives, they experienced this ghost of a white man in the hat. Or the man in the hat, as they called it. Yeah. And, and so, so he was telling them what to do. Yeah, you know, oh, you have to cleanse your life. You have to cleanse your family. And the truest sacrifice is to let them go and not have to suffer all this racism and stuff. And so it was not only that black family that lived in the neighborhood, but another one who was in a close neighborhood who all killed their kids and their husbands, if I'm not mistaken, because of this man that had had them, well, you need to cleanse your life. hmm
1: so they, you know, go through that. Now, through this whole time, this whole experience, the father had started to experience these things as well. And he had like a blackface person
0: yeah.
1: that would, you know, show up as his symbol of something and, you know, get the rage and that, you know, experience and that reaction out of him. So yeah. even the daughters were experiencing it. The oldest daughter this white girl that white became her cheerleader, friend truly yeah. friend that nobody could see but her of course yeah. and you know she was talking to her and like that was her friend and she like exposed her like you know i just want to be pretty this is what the daughter was saying to black um daughter i just want to be pretty i want to be loved like i want to be liked yeah. and so she went through a whole identity um crisis crisis of
0: uh, her definition pre- pretty means she had white, to be white so blue eyes blonde so she hair. had a a can of white paint That she covered herself in And it was doing like A football game Where everybody All you know All the students of the high school Or middle school Were hanging out Yeah And y'all yeah, She was coated in white paint Doing chilling routines And routines And I'm like Lord so really, okay, in that case, I can say that the whole series was more of a psychological thriller horror. Yeah. Because all of these characters or ghosts that they were seeing were the mental turmoil they were going through with their place is not only black people in America, but black people in this white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you had the um, mother, wife, um, with the man in the hat who represented, you know, why do I have to put my kids through this? Maybe I should just, you know, leave my kids or not leave my kids, but... You know, Take have them like, away from the yeah, screen. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing was that mental turmoil came into the horror of like killing her kids and that's what happened to previous housewives who were in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Then you had the husband who had a Black white face. man in blackface, mm-hmm. but what that really represented was like his anger and him having to hold it so much of it down. So the, the black faced guy was like, oh, you need to kill this he, person. Yeah. Like you shouldn't let them run over you. So that was his thing. Then you had the little girl who had the white teacher who was hunting her. And what that really represented was what she wanted her mom to be because she wanted to be like her teacher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, yeah, what Aaliyah said with the daughter and the cheerleader, in order to be pretty in this society, I have to be white. So it was clever in that way, but mm. right now I do want us to focus on cons and, you know, the later part of just our analysis of this show because mm. I think I may have three cons I want to hit on because I found a lot. Of, like, like she when wanted it, to write a letter, y'all. Yeah, I was so mad at the creator of this show. Let's say because we're going off days. Maybe they honestly, day five to nine.
1: It no, it was really was five horrific. to nine because
0: one happened in – Um, episode five that covered day five that I hated. The first thing was in their marketing ploy, whenever they started the series, when everybody first heard about it, when they were doing, you know, their social media thing is the show has nothing to do or has no similarities, I don't think, to the show Us. I mean, it's the movie Us by Jordan Peele. But in their marketing strategy, they use a lot of like us symbolism. So they use like the same font, us, them, you know, the same kind of, pronoun plural pronoun and then what's the other thing oh so if you've seen the movie us with jordan um, created by jordan peel they use like scissors in their marketing strategy with them and then like when they were sending out p.o boxes to influencers or like film critics it was like the same kind of p.o box design i didn't like that I mean, I know you're trying to get your name out there and get people to watch it. It's like, ooh, okay, it's like us. I like us, (laughs) so I'm going to watch them. But I didn't like it because when you actually watch the show, it had nothing to do or didn't have really close similarities. So that was one thing. That was something really light that I noticed. And a lot of people who, you know, like film, study film, or film students notice as well. Or just like movies notice as well. And then the next thing was what Aliyah talked about a little bit with the white characters in the show. Like the white woman who lived right across the street, as well as the man in the hat. Because if I'm not mistaken, number, episode nine, day nine was all about the white man in the hat and his backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't think we needed a whole backstory show episode about him, <laughs> especially because we didn't know a lot about the black family and their origin story besides the horrific things I'm about to get into. Mm-hmm. And then the white woman, as Aaliyah mentioned, she had a stalker who was the milkman in the neighborhood who kidnapped her. And he had her in a bunker on his farm, right? And so he was in love with her. And he was like, you know, it would be crazy if you were to leave your husband and run off with milk milkman. That's just crazy. So I had to kidnap you. I had to drug you. I had to put you down here. And then you will learn to love me. I know you will because we just have this connection. This Milkman is saying all this stuff, yeah. right? The typical you know, this killer. happened towards the end.
1: So, like, you're yeah, saying, like, day they eight, they, seven,
0: yeah. something like that. And so with them, you know, of course, she didn't feel the same way. She's feeling like this man is crazy. I'm trying to get back to my husband. What would my husband think about me just leaving? Because the way it happened, like, you know, she just left without a trace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it was one point where they were having dinner and she stabbed him with a wine dr- like, screw mm-hmm. Wine screw, Wine open screw. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, open You guys know what I'm talking about And instead of, you know, him Because he is a serial killer Because he has these psychopathic tendencies He didn't do nothing I don't care if you Okay, let me just say this So you're wanting this woman to love you <laughs> And the extent that you went for her to love you Is to not only kidnap her But to drug her And put her under the ground in a bunker Like a What's it called? Like, you know, the end of the world type of bunker That mm. people build Yeah Which I didn't feel sorry for her I didn't feel sorry for her at all Because all the stuff she put them through And the reason why she was at his farm Was because she wanted him to kill (laughs) The family Mm -hmm. The black family across the street Yeah and so when she stabbed him He didn't do nothing but Go back upstairs And not only did he not just go upstairs He didn't lock the bunker He did that for a reason I told you this
1: He He knew she was going to come out And right when I said she started running through the field, I said he
0: going to shoot her at long distance, and that's what he did. I know, but the gory black trauma that happened for the black family where it was like an instant reaction or it was really violent, she didn't experience. But see, that's the
1: thing. We we focused on this white family. We focused on the whole story. They don't get that traumatic, oh, she died type of thing. You get cut off. True. So that's why I took it as because I I already knew. Yeah, because we had a whole conversation about, that's it? Yeah, she don't need nothing else She didn't need did all of but
0: this When I'm saying Like when her violent When the violence did come It was real like It was no emotional thing It was no like Direct focus on it Like when yeah. he Nobody cared yeah, yeah and when he shot her It was far away So it's not like we Could focus and on it We back, had to live like, with it Right in the head Yep, yep.
1: So that's kind of disrespectful Cause she ain't had no way to <laughs> You know, and
0: he let her run a little bit too. No,
1: she like try to run long distance, and I was like, I already know he gonna shoot at long distance. And he was like, he at like, first
0: it was like, oh, she was just out there. And He left it open on accident, and he wasn't he nowhere to down be found, And he was looking on the porch at her. Mm-hmm. And she so open. she probably still down there. And he just probably talked to her. You know, I love you. <laughs> And she, ain't, she can't even say them. Yeah. So, and it will yeah. be a season two, but the way the episode, um, the series is set up is it's an anthology, if I'm not mistaken. So each it's season gonna be is different. It's different. So yeah. we won't follow the same people. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end, what happened with the Black family, I did want to know, like, well, what happened? Yeah. And we won't. So I guess it's to our own interpretation. But yeah. the last con, and when I tell y'all, I was pissed, and I'm still kind of pissed, even yeah. though at the begin, at the end, they kind of wrapped it up. It's a little too much still. It's one scene. I don't know if it's episode five, but we're just going to say it's episode five. Right in the middle of the series, right? Mm-hmm. So we go back to that opening scene that we mentioned, and that's why I wanted to mention the opening scene about the farm, the white lady coming it's down. Creepy. white lady. Yeah. This lady came into the house, and then she had brought two guys or three something Three like guys. That. Three. I don't know if these are sons or what. Yeah, I don't know. They came in the house because she wanted the baby, right? Not only did they take the baby, but they raped the wife. Mm-hmm. Not only did they rape the wife, after taking the baby, they put the baby in the pillowcase that the wife was like folding up laundry and stuff, or mm-hmm. just, you know, brought down the laundry from hanging outside, and put the baby in the pillowcase and was swinging him around until they dropped him on the floor and his head was bleeding and he died. Okay. There is already a lot. But as a film student, I'm not only looking at, like, what is actually happening, but how it's happening and how it's showcasing what is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I tell you we spent 10 minutes on this one scene, like, we focusing on the face of the wife as she's getting raped. We focusing on the man who was raping her, his face, and, like, his movements. Um, We're focusing on the white woman's face and her sons as they're swinging this baby around. We're focusing on the pillowcase as the baby is in there moving around. Once the baby drops, we focus on on his head and his blood, like, filling the screen. After that episode, I really was done. Yeah. <laughs> but was, I, I knew we was doing much. this, you know, no cap review, and I knew we had to finish it. And that's just one scene. It's a few others I can say that were a little too much. Yeah. But that one in particular was disgusting.
1: Yeah. Ew, it was. It, it, it took me back because I didn't know. First of all, it was very graphic, like Kalia said. I was
0: watching with Aliyah and Lee can tell you. Like I was like, what is going on? Yeah, like, we the watched the, the whole series
1: together, and they were very tunnel vision focused on every aspect of the scene. Like Kalia said, it went from the wife being raped to them putting the baby in the pillowcase to wrapping the baby up. And when I tell you, I mean, like, swinging. Swinging,
0: yeah, and we watching, like, the every swing it It was bad, and then they killed the dog, yeah, and, and then we're watching them walk out the house whistling the guy who was it was two guys raping her if I'm not mistaken, taking two turns, guys, yeah, and we're watching them pull up their pants and zip their pants, it was like I don't know, it, it was disgusting, yeah it was it was very
1: bad, and the most like horrific thing about this is it was showcased now in the beginning, the first scene they only show up until the um. The white woman comes and she says, I want the baby. And then they cut it off. Yep. Then in the middle of the series is when they show the whole story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I tell you these people walked off their, her property and they never spoke about these people again. You don't know where the white people were at or anything that yeah, came in like her house. like just free of any left. consequences.
0: And that was it. So, And that's why now getting back to the white woman who was kidnapped i'm like okay so she didn't experience the same thing if we're going to be gory and horror we gotta do it for everybody i don't care what the motive was and so you know me i'm looking at the background of like okay behind the scenes and what was the creator's intent for this and he was like oh i just felt like with that scene in particular we just had to live with the trauma and the pain that black people experience most of the people watching your show is black so Mm -hmm. we don't need any more reminders of that pain and trauma that our ancestors not only our ancestors but us currently are dealing with I didn't think that was necessary and if you're not going to do it for all the people in the show because it was white people killed it was white people who had the potential of being killed and the same kind of like in our face tactic was not used for everyone yeah, and so in the end, he did kind of redeem himself because we learned, you know, that these characters or these ghosts were people that were manifested from their mental trauma. Mm-hmm. But that scene, yeah, I'm still not over that. I found that tr- terribly disgusting. And I mentioned earlier that executive, pr- the executive producer was Lena away and there was another scene in her show, um, The Shy, on Showtime that I found what found disgusting too. It was a grandmother who was beating up very graphically and very violently and she showcased the scene the same exact way in another aspect of oh i just want to show the trauma of black people and i need white people listen first off y'all know your audience is not over overly white so there's other ways to do that to where you don't have to do it that way and so when i get to hollywood best believe lean away and little marvin i'm seeing y'all because i don't like that girl she don't i don't see y'all i am because i got I got things to talk about with y'all
1: Girl you get your get your episodes and your movies out there and you <laughs> depict the way you want to be depicted don't and do you get in the lane of yourself so that way people can talk about you years later and say you know clearly she did her thing like this is the way you're supposed to depict black people even exactly. if you go through the struggle. You, you definitely, definitely, definitely still want to pay attention.
0: But, and about that, like, I get people saying, well, you know, everything can be a fantasy because that's not the black person's reality. And even though you're creating um, black film and black TV out of your own imagination, you can't just ignore the real struggles that we go through. I get that part. But does it have to be so graphic and so violent? No. I don't care what you're trying to say or what your statement is. And so that's it. That's all I got to say about that part for me was really the worst part of the show. And that's the reason why, even though the show was very good, I have to, I have to give it that. Overall, if I'm looking at the bigger picture, it was very good. It took the, It's rating down a lot for me, that one scene. So what would you rate it? It was still good. A six? Six is good? That scene. It's the Okay, yeah. Even the other violent scenes that was in it, if that particular one was out, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I'll probably give it a 10 out of 10. So, how do you think?
1: Just quick, how would you, as a film major, wanting to go into film, how would you have depict that same concept? But how would you depict it different? Hmm.
0: So, on the on the fly, quick. <laughs> what we realized was, was that scene is one of the main reasons why they moved. Not just because he got a new job, but that was the major force. Because it was like, why would I still want to be in this home that's hunting me in this way because of what happened? Mm-hmm. What I would do first off, that wouldn't be the reason why we'd be moving. <laughs> Honestly, I probably wouldn't even have that scene in there. I'd be like, "Oh, he just—he's an engineer. um He got this new job." Boring. Aaliyah, that scene is horrible. I don't know. I know. Or I would have just had them take the son. Why we got to play with him? <laughs> and he, you know, is falling and bleeding from his head because of whiplash, and the wife is get raped. <clears throat> Okay, so I wouldn't I would scratch the wife Being raped altogether Because that wouldn't be A reason for them to move Mm. That far They'll probably move Like to another house In North Carolina But not moving to You know Compton, California (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'd probably still have the son But I wouldn't have them Killing the son Probably taking the son I don't know I wouldn't do it that way. Or even if I kept the same concept and had the one the wife being raped and the son being killed and basically kidnapped, I would, it wouldn't have been so graphic. and I wouldn't have spent so much time on that one scene because that scene was long or it felt long.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can always do what they do in the movies. They, like, lead you up to, like, and then you figure out behind the lines, you know what happened, and then yeah. you go to the next scene.
0: Or, ooh, I got it. Or just as Leah said, like that split cut, mm-hmm. I would have had them take the son and then it was split to later on they found the son he was dead. And so the thing was the wife um, buried the son at their house because, you know, they have land. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot for her mentally because she was having kind of a breakdown, you know, visiting the son every day, crying. And so I probably would have like that. I could respect that. I could respect that. Because she me. called me born. But. No,
1: I'm not just saying I'm trying to like... How would you feel that in, like keeping the same, like everything pretty much the same, that concept of that particular scene the same? Just how would you have rearranged it? Just I'm not saying. as
0: graphic and yeah. not as slow.
1: Right. Yeah. Because I feel like if you would have did the whole, um, if you take the okay. sun, then that means that the white people, somebody would have explained or they would have to come back into yeah, the season So that would be it, like, and see they found what happened the sun. with the police them or something. The sun, yeah.
0: But They was delivered news that the son was actually, when they found him, was dead. That's how I do it. So that's pretty much it. If y'all have not seen
1: them, (laughs) if you want to go watch it, watch it, it, you can go watch it. I'm telling you right now, it is... what would you rate it? I would give it about seven and a half, eight. Why? Why not a
0: higher or why not lower?
1: Like I said... And like you were alluding to as well Like you know There was a scenes That were a lot um, And for me I'm not looking at it From like a film major I'm looking at it As like you know I see where you're going With this idea With this concept I saw um, it I just didn't like it No I know I'm just, what I'm saying is, I'm not looking too far into right. all the technicalities yeah. that Kalia is talking about. I'm just saying, for me, as somebody that's just going to watch a film or going to watch a series, I get where he was going with everything. I feel like there's a lot of movies and series that are out there trying to depict the same thing, and he did it, and he chose to be very graphic with his idea. I commend him for putting this out because mm. this is somebody that is relatively new. Um, yeah, a new but, filmmaker. Yeah, so I commend him on that, um, but I definitely agree with Kalia as far as it was very graphic, a lot of things. Um, and I can only think about, you know, what could you have done differently in that particular scene to depict that same concept, but do it in a different way. But then I also have to say, I'm not in his head, I'm not in his mind. If that was the way that he
0: wanted to do it and he had backing, she'd then been nice about it. And that was an advocate. Lil Marvin, I don't like you. I'm I really not saying. Don't.
1: I don't, I don't know I'm just saying Like I said I'm looking at it From a different standpoint I don't like it either But I sat there And watched all 10 episodes So something was drawing me in Regardless of that scene That said okay Let me see how this ends And so, for me, just somebody looking at it, I would just say that if you want to look at it, it's fine. I mean, if you can watch Roots,
0: if you can watch- Yeah, I wouldn't research that particular scene and just watch that. Yeah, but I'm saying- I think you need context. Yeah, what I'm saying is you can
1: watch Roots, if you can watch The Help, you can watch, you know, movies and things like that that have become staples in the black community and just in black history. You going too far? I'm not not comparing the two. I'm just saying, if you can watch those- History- it's become in the black community. I'm not comparing Literally the two. Can argue, no, the first off, this
0: is not going to be a staple in black American cinema about say. the troubles that we've experienced. And also, Roots, even Roots was not this graphic. I didn't
1: say that. Okay. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. These are some of I'm not comparing this movie to Roots cuz it's not the same at all. I'm just saying Roots was something when I was little, I was looking at it like dang, like you know, this is a wake up call or this is just something that oh, we watching this in school or we watching this on this type of platform and I'm this young, the help and stuff like that. I'm not comparing this show at all whatsoever. I'm just saying the shock factor of like okay, at this age or such and such this is what I'm watching, and this is what is being depicted on the screen versus me being grown and realizing what everything is going on, what everything means in this show. So what I'm saying is if you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it. For me, I commend him on putting the piece of work out there. You know, there's some things. I'm not trying to change the storyline. I'm not trying to do that. There was just some things that I did not like, and that's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, we got to get out of here. This is going to be an extra long episode because we did have a lot to talk about. This is not a, um, a series I would say go watch not watch. I say do what you want to do. <laughs> um, The only thing I would advise is just not to look for any particular scenes because I think the context, context even though it was really graphic, it it would have been worse if I just watched that. But um, we love you guys. We are women's clothing drive is still going on to may 3rd we're taking monetary donations as well as um clothes new to gently use extra small to 4xl no donation is too big or too small and dm us at no cap uh the podcast underscore on instagram for those drop off and pick up details but Aaliyah, you want to say bye to the folks i'm out y'all love you love make ya. sure you stay tuned
1: for new episodes um and yeah we love you and we're out
0: Bye. Peace.